The gospel reading today is from the book of Luke, the 10th chapter. Just then, a lawyer stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, what is written in the law? What do you read there? He answered, you shall love the Lord with, all, with God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your might and as your neighbor yourself. And he said, as he said to him, you have given the right answer. Do this and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, yes, Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers who stripped him, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. Now, by chance, a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to, when he came to the place and saw him, that's why, sorry, I read repeated it by a Samaritan while traveling came near him and when he saw him he was moved he was with he was moved with pity he went to him and bandaged his wounds having poured oil and wine on them then he put um on his own animal brought him to an inn and took care of him the next day he took out two denarii gave them to the innkeeper and said take care of him and when I come back I will repay you with whatever more you spend which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers he said the one who showed him mercy. Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. God's grace and love to all of us gathered on this ordinary good July morning. So I saw an Instagram post that said, why are you surprised that more and more people are becoming atheists? Just look around and see what they see in Christians. I was in Kansas City last weekend. Kansas is the first state to vote on abortion rights after the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe versus Wade, and the vote is scheduled on August 2nd. And as I walk my dog, I saw the signs in a near-perfect pattern, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, dotted in the yards as I moved and walked down the streets neighbors and possibly friends living next to each other with strong differing opinions, those who know and maybe even trust each other voting differently on an impassioned topic, each thinking when they put that sign in their yard that they are right and their neighbor is wrong and quite possibly justifying the reasons that God is on their side. No wonder people see the infighting and hypocrisy of people claiming to be Christian, saying one thing and doing another, or only talking without action. I have been trying really hard to listen before I make a judgment, especially with those whose opinions and views differ from mine. And what is so hard for me, even when I try to slow down and listen, is to let go of thinking that I am right. 
even as I listen and try to ask a question or two to understand where someone else is coming from and why they believe what they believe, there's a deep root in my mind chiseled with the words, but you're still right, which keeps new life from growing around it. And that is why in this story, I find commonality with the lawyer. There is something about just asking Jesus, please name it. Tell me how to inherit life that you speak about. Tell me who gets it right so I can know. And the questions and responses of the lawyer and Jesus volley back and forth like a really good tennis match until the lawyer wants to fill the blank to the question. So tell me, Jesus, who is my neighbor? Who is it that I'm to love? I get the God part, but who am I to love like I love myself? You see, the lawyer knows the law but he doesn't know yet how far love of neighbor can go. And so Jesus tells a story, I think you've heard it before. A man is assaulted, left for dead at the side of the road. He hears footsteps coming towards him. Someone cares enough to help him. Maybe he will actually make, through, make it through this trauma with someone's help only to hear the footsteps quietly disappear again in the distance. This happens twice before he loses consciousness. Not only was the man attacked, but now he's abandoned. What a cruel way to live your last moments. And those who passed by were a priest and a Levite, two who would have known the call to love God and neighbor. We cannot know exactly why they pass by without even a look on that day. For reasons that they only knew, their lives were more important in that moment than someone else's. And if we are really truthful, we see ourselves in their actions. So many things keep us coming close to the faces of people who are on the side of the road. We're preoccupied and disinterested and we're trying to juggle all the balls in an overpacked life, and we have kids in the back seat, and we're already late for an appointment, and the light turned green, so really, if I would stop, it would be illegal. And then Jesus says that a Samaritan sees the man in the ditch. Jesus said he came close, and he felt that feeling in his gut the one you know that aches, that says that where you are in this moment is right where you need to be, when you know that you must offer whatever you have. And so he tends to the man's wounds. He lifts his weight onto his donkey and takes him to an inn. He cares for him there, and he pays the innkeeper more than enough to ensure the care continues to recovery. He knows the road well, that Samaritan, enough to know that innkeepers are there for wayward people who do not belong to another house in the city. The tending and the care that he showed blew up his schedule, whatever it was. 
This man was not one who tended to the holy things of the temple. Samaritans and Jews despised each other. So to find out that being neighborly is not about beliefs or careers or sameness was such a scandal in the story. Jesus cannot fill in the blank with who is my neighbor because it's not about who we care for, it's about how we care. The given ability of all people, the lawyer, me, and you, to be neighborly. There are many twists and turns in this story, places where you trip on, where we can envision ourselves in this world. The love and care in flourishing that God so wants for each and every person in this life is revealed not from a distant God, but by human acts, person by person. Almost like little yard signs of loving kindness making a holy way so people can live. This neighbor care will delay the hustle of life and make you late for your next appointment. Like the Samaritan, we walk into a big unknown when we walk to the other side and come close. And yet this is how God chooses to bestow blessing, person by person, to the one receiving the care and the one giving it. The Samaritan man did not ask for the credentials of the man who was assaulted, and the assaulted man did not care about the beliefs of the one who would save him. In that moment, nothing else mattered other than the spark of life within each to offer what we have to help another. You see, in loving neighbor, we love God. And so maybe the nugget of hope, the good news in this story for this day is that the compassion to care is given and it's housed in the belly even to the most unlikely. It's really not about practices of faith as much as the, gut to the guts to make love known when all else is abandoned. You don't need a divinity degree or to claim a religion to do this. It's already inside of you and it's inside of the person who votes differently than me. Did you notice the lawyer at the end of the story can't even answer when Jesus turns the question and says, so who was a neighbor to the man who was left in the ditch? He can't say the S word, so he has to say six words, the one who showed him mercy. Back to that Instagram message. Maybe it's time to look beyond categories. Maybe the way for someone else to believe in divine presence is to first see it revealed in people. If we can hold and extend that love, then just maybe there is an opening to see the world that God envisions is already here for the taking and for the giving. There are millions of reasons why I am not enough, why you feel inadequate in your faith. But you're here today, and so are all the people who aren't in worship. 
let go of the requirements and just love. The road from Jerusalem to Jericho is filled with dangers and so are the city streets among us. There are people in the ditch who cannot get up on their own and maybe you are there too today. Come close however you can and know this is how you will encounter the God of love. Jesus' words are so concise today. He simply says, go and do likewise. And so for today, make it that simple. Don't overthink it. Just do it because it's gifted for you to do. Amen. <laughs>